Hey Aaron Church, so great to be with you. My name's Joe Gisby. I'm gonna be sharing a short message with you today. We've been thinking a lot about being in the middle of mystery. We sing a song that talks about raising our praise to God in the middle of mystery. I don't know about you, but I don't always like mystery. I want to know how something is gonna start, how it's gonna end, and I'm not always that comfortable in the process of getting from A to B. But if you're a follower of Jesus, mystery is going to be a part of your experience. The uh, Christian theologian Richard Rohr says this, people who've had any genuine spiritual experience always know that they don't know. They are utterly humbled before mystery. They're in awe before the abyss of it all, in wonder at eternity and depth, and a love which is incomprehensible in the mind. Right now, the control freak in us is going crazy because we just don't know what's gonna to happen. Today, there's gonna to be a statement made by Boris Johnson and we don't know what is gonna be said. And we, we find that so frustrating and we don't know what's going on. But our God is the God who loves to meet with us in the middle of the process. He met with the children of Israel in the middle of their, of their sea crossing. He met with them in the middle of their desert wandering. He meets with us in the middle of our frustration and our confusion. And as Becca reminded us last week, in the middle of our storms, and he shows himself powerful in the middle of our mess and in the middle of what we are going through. Mikey told us the story today of these three Hebrew boys, these, these guys who most scholars believe were probably royal princes who have been snatched from the land of Israel. They would have seen their family members slaughtered. And here they find themselves serving a despotic ruler who to top it all has said to them that they now have to bow to this image that would have been, as to them as Jews, it would have been abhorrent to them to bow their knee to anything or anyone else other than the Lord God Almighty. And so here they find themselves having to make this decision. Will we take the easy way out and bow to this image and survive? Or will we face the consequences of choosing what God calls us to choose? And I just wanna make three real quick points from this story. The first is that these boys, they knew who they were. I believe that they knew who they were and where they had come from. They knew that there was royal blood flowing through their veins, that there was a DNA upon them, that they were called to reflect to the world, the one true God. The scriptures say in Genesis that we are made in the image of God. It uses the word selem, which is the same word that is used of this statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And in a powerful way, they are saying, this is not the image of God. We are the image of God in the world. We are called to reflect his love, his mercy, his justice everywhere we go. So we are not gonna bow down to this statue. Secondly, they had an attitude of come what may. Right now, the temptation to bow to temporary saviors is so strong. The temptation to bow to fear is so strong right now. And we need to make a decision. Who are we going to trust in? And I love that they have this attitude of no matter what, we are not going to fall in line with what you are telling us to do, Nebuchadnezzar. And it says in, in verse 16 to 18, they say to King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But 
even, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. They make a decision, no matter what pressure is put on them, what is going to come out of them. If I squeeze an orange, orange juice comes out of it. If the pressure is put on us as followers of Jesus, what should come out of you and I in this season is Jesus, his love, his nature, his trust. And they make this decision that no matter what, we are not going to bow our knee. And that's the challenge to you and I today. And third and lastly, there was a fourth man in the fire. There was another one that stood with them. These guys would have known the Hebrew scriptures. They would have known that the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 43 verse 2, the prophet says, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And notice that God does not say if you walk through the fire. He says, when? Jesus said that in this world we'll have trouble, but to be of good cheer because he's overcome the world. We are going through a fire right now, all of us together. It's like the whole globe knows it. There is this trial, there's this time that we are going through right now, but we are not alone. You are not alone church there is another in the fire standing with you he is standing with us and fire has this power to purify and to refine us we know how when gold is refined in fire all the dross rises to the surface it's scooped away until that precious metal becomes transparent god can use this time to transform us into his image to go right back to how, where we started in this story, to make us the Selem, to make us the image of God in the earth. So may you know his closeness as you walk through these fiery trials in these days. May you know that he is with you. May you choose to bow your knee to him and him alone. And may you reflect him like never before in these days. God bless you. We love you. Can't wait to see you again soon.